This episode of St. James's Pod is brought to you by Total Supplements. Visit their website, totalsupplements.co, to discover their range of nutritionist-tested supplements, gummies, shakes, and natural extracts. From popular sports supplements like whey protein, creatine, vitamin tablets, and powders, to mental health supplements such as nootropics and mushrooms, they've got you totally covered. They also have men's health collection offering testosterone support and beauty supplements to keep you looking like your absolute best. I personally use Total Supplements products and I have been using them from before they came on board to sponsor the podcast. So I'm hugely excited to be partnering with a brand that I know and love. So whether you train hard, work hard, or take an active interest in your overall health, use our code St. James's Pod, that's S-T-J-A-M-E-S-P-O-D, for 25% off your entire order. The link's in the description. Support the podcast and visit totalsupplements.co now and tell them St. James's Pod sent you. And we're back. Welcome to St. James's Pod. In this episode, we're looking ahead to two games. We've got Man United in the Cup, where we've got to go down to Old Trafford. And then we're going to host Arsenal. So they're both massive games. And the first one up could be a bit of revenge for us for last season. And it would be great to see us absolutely tank them at their place and not them straight out of the Cup. So we'll dive straight into that one with Tom and Alex. Lads, how are you feeling going into this game? Are you giving us a good chance of getting through this round? Uh, I think I think you've got to feel confident looking at how Man United just tumbled to a horrible defeat at the weekend to their bit of rivals, City. Um, their form has just been so up and down this season. And yeah, I think... I think it just I know we've we've got our injury concerns going into the game, but the lads need no more motivation. This same competition, we got the final against them last season. We we know what the outcome was in that, but yeah, I'm I'm feeling as though the lads should be more than up for this and, and yeah, I think I can feel a win. I know I predicted at the start of the season that we could go all the way in this competition, so I'm gonna stick with my guns on that one and uh yeah man united will will will, will breeze through hopefully breeze through breeze through <laughs> to be fair they were fucking shocking against city at the weekend like like they didn't want to know like maguire evans at the back and to be fair lindelof left back like what is going on there um as the the bald man himself said tactics <laughs> tactics yeah <laughs> well, the tactics were fucking bollocks and even his subs at half time made it even worse so I uh, get get into them, lads up for it. And you, you'd think, right, there's a few lads who'll be coming into this game, maybe the likes of Livermento, Lewis Hall, who haven't had many minutes. They're surely fighting for a place. Like, this is their opportunity to shine. Like, the, we've got, we're taking, what, seven, 8,000 fans down? Like, they they want to Im- impress. And I, I, I do fancy we're like, and happy. Honestly, they're my most hated team in the league. And you've seen how they fucking hide the toys out the pram at the end of the City game. Anthony losing it and fucking... I don't understand how Bruno Fernandes is their captain. I know Roy Keane touched on it um, after the game. They're just a horrible team. Horrible manager. And yeah, getting one over on them. (sighs) A little bit of revenge would be nice. That would be beautiful. Did you see the uh, penalty that uh, City were given in that game? It seemed really, really soft to me. Uh, um, well, we'll not talk about soft penalties, will we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna say, like, it kind of, it kind of makes you think about ours in the Wolves game. So, uh, I know, obviously, we're all happy we've got got a given, but what you're saying about that one as well? Would you? Uh, you'd feel hard done by if it was the other way, like, wouldn't you? Soft doesn't really cut it, does it? Like, it's not. It's like it's not like Shaw's even trailing a leg. Like, he just catches him so slightly. I just don't understand how. Well, yeah, in real time, you understand how the pen was given because, um, obviously the ball's completely missed. Um, Chan completely misses the ball, and it looks like he he, he takes Shaw out um, instead of clearing the ball. But then once it is slowed down, I don't understand. I know they say it's a high bar, clear and obvious. They were looking at it for a good few minutes. That's not enough contact to knock anyone to the floor. No. It's like he brushes him. like He's almost like, I don't know if he's almost going down already, but 
I would be very aggrieved if that was given against me. Like, yeah, yeah. there's one angle where it sort of looks like it, it, there's there's a contact. So I think that mm-hmm. one angle probably is the reason why they didn't overturn it. But then I think, especially one other angle, it just looks like he basically died. So yeah, um, I kind of understand why. Is it uh, Gary O'Neill after the game was like scandalous, absolute scandalous? But um, yeah, I mean, obviously Wilson puts that away nicely in the Wolves game, cool, calm, and he gets his other goal, which is a bad keeper's mistake. But we're going to need him, aren't we, in these two games? Um, I don't know what you guys think, but the only other option, really, if we're going to rest him, is to put Gordon up front, and then we'd have to sort out the, the left where we're a bit light as well. So do you think um, Wilson can get through three games in one week? Well, it's going to be a big <laughs> test. Like We uh, we know what his record's like in terms of goals per minute in light um, this season. I think he's on that light uh, a goal every 60 minutes or something in the in the league. But yeah, he's got the best uh, in the league, I think. That's I'm a sure lot of best. it. He's at second in the league. Yeah. And oh, then that been... comes from obviously the fact that they're in heavy rotation with each other and you know, either starting and then the other's coming off the bench or vice versa. But like for it's gonna be a test for him now to, you know, be as, you know, prolific through through the ninety I would expect will we'll, you'll have to put the hard yards in for um for the games with like you say, not a lot of um options to to pick from um yeah i don't know like um against man U, i'm sure he's going to be up for it and especially if they're going to be putting in the same sort of uh defensive partnerships like they did against city i'm sure he'll be rubbing his hands thinking there there's there's goals to come in that but yeah he's, he's finishing wise and like his general play i think has been pretty good like um in the games recently I think even uh, in the Dortmund game, uh, he, you know, he, he didn't have a lot to sort of work with. But um, I know some some people will say he should have took the opportunity he had in that Dortmund game in the second half. Yeah, um, but he normally would, wouldn't he? Like it's one he of them. Where... He would. He would. I think it was just sort of the way it's come to him. It's. I think on that night, like just, I think it was just always doomed for us to to not get the result, you know, hitting the crossbar twice as well. Um so and and you know he had a an effort off the bar. So yeah, that was I wouldn't necessarily be too concerned about that. He's took his goals against Wolves well enough and yeah, so he's going into this one knowing that he's everything's pinning on him to score. So I, I can see him doing doing well and, and being our main threat going into that man U game. I but you could tell in the Wolves game that like we didn't play it quite as we usually do with like the high press like Wilson like chasing down from the front. Like you tell from minute one that he wasn't like playing like yeah like we often do. So I think he could end up sitting off and changing the way we play slightly in the next few weeks, especially when he's axed out anyways, because as you said, he's the one guy we're relying on. We'll have played Gordon through the middle, but we haven't started him in that position, have we? Like no. we've, we've changed it around, like during the game and put them in there. And um, I th- one thing I was thinking of is that we're quite lucky that Willick's just coming back because last season, obviously, that sort of left made left centre made partnership with him and Joe Linton, like it was, it worked so well and they linked up so well. So if Gordon does move through the middle just to give Wilson a bit of a rest, we have got that option on the left now. So it could, yeah. could come at the right time to obviously Gordon played there for the. Under twenty ones, England under twenty ones in the summer, so it might be an opportunity. Whether it's it's probably not in the next two games, maybe in the Bournemouth game after to try that out against yeah maybe we are in quotes weaker side, but I think I think the Man U game may be too soon. But we we do need to rotate because Wilson can't yeah. play in ninety minutes every week. So is he going? I think that's it, isn't it? It's like on. he's probably going to start, but then he's going to have to come off at about 60, 70 minutes. So yeah. we're going to have to probably change it and put Gordon up front. And it, as well, like he's just Wilson's just become third all-time Premier League goal scorer for us as well. 
yeah. he, he overtook was it Shola and Ferdinand Core? I know Andy Core, wasn't it? Yeah. Um and he's what he's two behind Beardsley yeah. now, I think. Beardsley, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean he's obviously not catching Shiro, but um you you'd like to think he's gonna become the second second in that uh stat within this season, so and he'll know as well. He'll have one eye on it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But I think what you said about um, the way we the way we're going to have to play, I think that affected us against Dortmund because obviously mm-hmm. Isaac came off after twelve minutes, and we've set up purposely for playing Isaac up top. And they are like different players, um, and Isaac's press is probably quite a lot better than Wilson's is. So I think that affected us, and the fact that Wilson came on without a massive warm up. Mm-hmm. I think especially in that first half against Dortmund, like we we did seem to struggle a bit to find the rhythm. And then I think it was a bit better against Wolves, but obviously the quality of the opposition's not not the same standard. So hopefully come Man U will be set up like perfectly to play with Wilson up top. And yeah, I, I guess the other thing we need to talk about is the rotation because somebody like Trippier, for example, he's coming or quite a lot of stick from the Wolves game. Probably had one of his worst games, definitely this season, probably his worst game for us. Um, and then against Dortmund as well, he was, his passing was a bit off, his crossing was just a little bit off. So he's probably due a rest. Do you think Livermento will get the Aquano, Alex? You mentioned him just before. Oh, you'd think so. Like Obviously, he started in the last round against City and he had a cracking game as well. So you'd think against Man U, Considerably weaker opponent than the the city neighbours. Um, you think I'd be shocked if he didn't get a start, especially how yeah Trippier his form the last couple of games hasn't been great. He's Dortmund seemed to target his side a little bit, and to be fair, um, Wolves caused caused problems down both our wing wings. I thought um, obviously Burn was struggling against Neto, like turn inside out, and got quite lucky at one point where he got skinned by him and. Obviously, Neto pulled his hammy when he was yeah. bearing down on goal. So we've yeah. got out of jail with that one. But, um, yeah, see. Neto, he? I know. No, he's a very good player. He had a cracking game and obviously got the assist for the headed goal, which, once again, Trippier lost his man for. Which So, yeah, well, we're going to have to rotate in these games. And we've got Arsenal at the weekend and obviously Dortmund a couple of days after. So I think this is the game. Despite Pagey saying like we, we could make a run for this this trophy if we obviously get a result, like it's, I could see Lewis Hall coming in, I could see the likes of well, obviously we don't have a choice with sort of Lascelles and um, Share at the back. Really, like Dummett, is he really going to come in? Like he had a decent game against City. Yeah. I was wondering if he comes in again. I was wondering if we might see Burn play centre half, but last time he played there, he was he was pretty poor. So mm. I don't know. Just to give uh, share a rest, but um, I think the main concern is probably centre mid, though, isn't it? Because Tenali's now got that ten month ban uh, came into effect just before the Wolves game, which that was a bit of a farce, by the way. Because in the yeah. press conference, it was he's still available, and then like we are as a club, we haven't heard anything when it's all out in the news and that everyone knows. Oh, yeah. I haven't told the club, but um, yeah, he's out now and. Obviously, Anderson's just picked up that back injury. Um, he's kept him out the last two, I think. Uh, mm. But they reckon that's going to be two months. Which, to be honest, I mean, the timeframes they give us sometimes, like I'm sure Botman was going to be a few weeks and he's still out. So mm-hmm. I don't know when we'll next see Anderson. And that's a shame, isn't it? Because it was a huge opportunity for him with the Barna Tenali. Um, Would have been nice to see him grab a lot of extra minutes. But yeah, Tom, what do you think we're going to do in the centre? Because we can't rotate a hell of a lot. No, no. Like like uh, Alex mentioned, obviously Joe Willock's um, return is greatly appreciated, um, and he looked, you know, pretty sharp in uh, the last few games. Um, in coming off the bench against Dortmund, I thought he, you know, looked like he's, you know, chomping at the bit a little bit more. So, um, yeah, um, that. Obviously, he's going to be a, a big boost to have him in there. Um, and Joe's obviously getting more minutes in him um, game by game. Um, so, Is that you Linton know, or Willock? 
Lin- Joe Linton, big Joe. Um, uh, so yeah, Mr. Linton. Mr. Linton. Um, so yeah, there's, there's there's obviously those options there on that left side. Um, obviously, Sean Longstaff's going to have to dig deep a little bit. I think we're going to be asking um, quite a bit from him over the coming games uh, to really dig in. I feel like he's looking a bit fatigued as well, uh, unfortunately. He, but... he, he, he does. Like I think out of out of all of the centre midfielders, you know, he does put a lot of into into his game. So yeah, potentially that's gonna uh, be a factor. Um, and then I would say yeah, for especially for the Man U game, I know we've seen Lewis Miley get um, appearance um, in this competition already this season. So let's um, let's see potentially about him sort of rotating, maybe yeah. not from a, a starting perspective, but. I definitely imagine he'll come off the bench uh, in that game. So, yeah, going to be a tough run, definitely, on the legs. Um, so, like Alex saying, I think potentially see us changing our tactics a little bit, maybe not be so aggressive with the press um, and and sort of maybe just sort of build a little bit deeper um, and keep keep an eye on those the fitness levels of a few players in, in amongst that. Obviously Murphy being out as well is not not a help getting that injury against Dortmund, especially when he was just about to hit a little bit of just run of his form. best ever game, money for I think, the tune and then yeah. Well, exactly and you know, he's it was just really unfortunate in, in the manner in which he's come off the bench and then, you know, got got injured late uh in a in a pretty bad way and that's him out for um well yeah i think we're looking at over a month or maybe a couple of months i'm not sure on exactly on his time frame but um yeah that would have been another way in which we could have rotated the side a little bit do you think we might see livermento go right wing again i know he came on and played right wing i think in his debut um with the fact that uh we've got more right backs at the club, but we don't really have any other wingers apart from Almiron, with Murphy being out. I guess Kraft's back in training now, isn't he? So he was on the maybe... bench against the uh, Wolves, I think. So if he's in for a start, and obviously Target came in, had a like looked decent on the ball a couple of times against uh, Dortmund as well. So do you reckon there's a chance maybe Target starts and maybe Lewis Hall fills in centre mid because I know he's he's played there before a couple of times I think for Chelsea. So yep. that's potentially another option. Obviously, technically on the ball, he's very good. But he's right. Yeah, I think that's a smart move. Like again, bringing in some uh, target who, yeah, I know he's he's come in for some criticism at times, but I thought he came off the bench uh, against Dortmund and his quality in that game overshone anything that Trippier had really done throughout the uh, majority of that game on the other side. Like he put. A, great free kick in which um led to Wilson hitting the crossbar um i think having you know him in there and then allowing hall to just bring that youthful energy in there in the center of midfield um uh, probably play on that sort of left side of the three do you think um oh yeah you think so and then that could then again free up willick to maybe start um as a the left side of the the front three so kind of yeah, I know it's putting sort of square pegs around holes. Unorthodox yeah. again, but like it's. Um, uh, uh, Shall let you that... say your favourite phrase? <laughs> square <laughs> pegs round holes. No, I know. Like I, I just it's it's a it's obviously something that we're still striving for to have like that strength and depth in having orthodox players being able to fill in. For you know the start in the start and eleven, but right now obviously we don't have that option um, with the injuries. Yeah, and the, his words the after the, the Wolves game about um, Lewis Hall and Livermento because someone asked him, um, said like basically we haven't seen them very much. Like, is there a reason for that? And he he mentioned that with having two games a week every single week, basically they haven't had a lot of time on the training ground. Like we haven't actually had so, like so many training sessions to sort of get them. Up to his level, we're not obviously all know about that Eddie Howe level that he likes players to get to. Yeah, so I think he's got a big thing about trust as well. Like mm-hmm. he's mentioned before with Anderson, like he can trust them now. So it, yeah. it took him a long time to really like 
even though you could see the quality to like trust them in his system. So I think it's probably similar with them. And mm-hmm. I think Livermento is obviously ahead of Hall in that regard. But I think we could see, I personally, I don't think Hall will play centre mid, but I think we could see him come on the left again mm-hmm. um, later on in the game. But I think Target probably does start ahead of Hall. But, but yeah, I, I mean, go on. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, what the fans want, though, do they want to see, all right, okay, Eddie just playing the players he trusts week in, week out, and then running into the ground, and then we then have, like, a situation where halfway through the season we go from being right on course for all of our objectives to then suddenly, like, tumbling down the league and being in a position where we're, uh, we're struggling, or throwing in some guys now and giving that freshness and yeah it's a bit it's a bit it's a bold call i get it like it's a roll of a dice situation if um especially you know with, with a cup game and a realistic chance of going uh deep in that competition i i don't know i would it's, it's going to be a tough one i think for for eddie to to understand what his sort of realistic goals are for the season does he favor the cup run over like maybe finishing higher up in the league or um that or going deeper into europe for example but um yeah um, for me you gotta get that balance and um yeah I'd, i'd probably expect to see some of those younger players getting getting the nod in this competition in the carabao cup yeah it's going to be a big call for him, but like you said, I mean, this is what he's got to deal with this season. And another thing I was thinking was, do we do we see a change up in in goal for this round? Because he stuck with Pope for the last round, didn't he? But he he's not covered himself in glory, and especially in the last game. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been. I feel like he has been flapping that stuff a bit in the last couple of games. Um, I think Dortmund, like, it's just probably a bit nervous, like such a, a pressure occasion. And but he did make like fantastic double save in the like towards the start of the game. That, but could could you see someone like Dubravka coming in for the um, cup? Potentially maybe or Carrius maybe? They've both would, been on the bench recently. Yeah, no, I would I would think that would be a sensible move. Like he's uh yeah, but like you say, the Dortmund game Shot stopping, we can never really fault Pope in that regard. Like shot stopping wise, he's you know right up there and made like you say that hell of a double save and a, another save early on as well in that match um, against uh, Malin, I think it was. Um, but yeah, crossing wise, and look at the Dortmund game and the Wolves game, both in horrible wet, windy conditions and. Um, he just doesn't look comfortable. Like he, he doesn't know. Like if he's confident plucking that ball out the air when it is like teaming it down with rain, and like he just seems to not be able to relieve pressure uh, on his defense well enough. Like he's either yeah trying to catch it when he should punch it or punching it when he should be catching it. Um, or and not neither being convincing. Um, that Wolves one for me, this the second goal. Um, if he catches it, or even if attempts to catch it, I think we had enough players around that if like he dropped the ball, we could yeah, have cleared we had quite it. Quite a bit of time, like that. It wasn't no one really around him. Exactly, there wasn't as if there was the striker like bearing down on him, and if he drops it, um, then he's in danger. But he attempts a really poor punch, and yeah. Obviously, we know what leads to the build-up of that um, after that point. But if you caught that, or like you say, somebody else clears it, I think we we escape on that occasion. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, and we know he's kicking's been off and everything else. Like, um, never I, been on. <laughs> it's never been on. Like, and it, it that was evident again in the last few games. So I I, I think you might make a good good call there just to but then again it's Eddie doesn't often rotate goalkeepers that much or defence generally like so um, it would be a, a little bit of a surprise to, to see him make make that one especially against Man U but yeah I don't know Alex if you think otherwise 
I wouldn't be surprised at all, to be honest. Like, as you said, he's, he's, he's going to have to rotate. Yes, Pope's not been in great form, but um, yeah, you've got to try and sort of keep your squad happy, I guess. And starting Dubravka against his old team, I guess, maybe <laughs> get one up on them. Yeah. Um, since he was it would bloody time, time as well. Uh, so if he wants away in January, that might you might be thinking about that. Yeah, so if we get the final, you can't, you can't play for someone else against win the yeah. final. Aha, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if we're rotating honest, like, defenders as well, though, I know. I don't know. Like, you'd want to rotate the keeper as well. That's the thing. Like, but who who would come in? Would it be Carrius or would it be Dubravka? You'd think Dubravka's his second keeper, obviously, yeah. but. Um, he signed Carriers to another, like, yeah, contract or something like that. Like, he wanted to keep him on over, like, the likes of, well, obviously, Gillespie still got his contract, but I don't know for how long. I don't know. Obviously, he's never played for um in how long. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I could say on rotation. I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. And what about Man U? Because, obviously, like, we're talking about the fact that Harry Maguire and Evans the play the city game at least. Um I don't know if they started together in the game before that, did they? I know Maguire's managed to start a few games recently. And then what's the situation with I'm assuming Shaw's injured. That's why the because I know he sees yeah. tactics, but I'm assuming they've got injuries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they have got injuries, but it was a weird one because Varane was on the bench. That's why he was asked. Like he was, he was uh, asked, okay. "Oh, so why did like Maguire and Evans start centre half and um, Lindelof left back when you've got Varane on the bench and you've got Reggie on on the bench who you've signed and barely played?" And that's when he came back with tactics. So, yeah. what was he? Was he resting them against City to play us on on Wednesday? <laughs> it's a, a bit of a weird one, like. But yeah, and obviously they do have injuries in defence. But um, you'd think that it's going to be. Two of Maguire, Evans, Lindelof at the back. Like Varane's coming back from injury. He's not. Is he going to start him in the Carabao Cup game? Probably not. So yeah, I'm expecting a few of their youngins to get run out as well. So there'll be a rotation on both sides. Yeah, and we might see like so Martial and stuff if he's fit. Like, I, mean, he, I think he got a start like recently as well, didn't he? Because um, against City, they were saying. Uh, what's his chops came back in from the old uh, what's his chops Highland <laughs> <laughs> no the uh, the Danish lad um, used to play for Spurs Ericsson no Ericsson uh, yeah. what's his chops yeah I'd expect maybe to see uh, that Hannibal um, Medjbury get another appearance oh. as well um, and <laughs> um, <Mo> selector. <laughs> um, Garnacha as well, maybe as um get gets a a nod. But the the thing is for them, they've got like so many of their first team players who, yeah, they're fit but bang out of form. So do you just see them as like just keep playing them in this sort of cup competition? Hope you know a change of like competition inspires them a little bit more knockout game etc um so yeah rashford obviously we know what he did in the final is he gonna be somebody no goal goal. (laughs) it wasn't his goal yeah i know but he 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 had (laughs) he had a very solid game um so yeah are they are they gonna look at you know trying to inspire them a little bastard Mm. yeah so it's it's hard hard to see exactly what Ten Hag's gonna line up with, but um, yeah, I think... they're away to Fulham next, so it's not as hard of a game as we've got. Obviously, Arsenal afterwards, so he's probably got more option to keep his best best team in the for the cup and then rotate. But to be honest, in the, in the league. if you think about it, like like the Carabao Cup is nothing to Manchester United. Like yeah, they won it last season, but like their league yeah. position is like much more important. So, like I, I would see Fulham as a bigger game for them than a fourth round Carabao Cup game. Mm. 
So sh- surely yeah, yeah. The, the, the rest of the bigger players for, for that game not go so hard like this early on in the cup. Yeah, and they'll be back in the Champions League next week, won't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Copenhagen they'll be playing. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Well, let's try and have a prediction for the game then. Well, considering that the uh, it, after 90 minutes it goes straight to pens um, for, in these rounds, um, I'm not going to say it's going to go to pens. I think we're going to we're going to get we're going to get the job done in the uh, in the considering in the it goes to pens. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to get three points, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll 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 get the job done before we we need to consider any pens. So I'm going to say um, two one tune. Okay. I'm going to go on Desmond. Desmond tune to win on pens. Oh, that's the thing. There's going to be so much rotation. Like you'd be surprised if there weren't like plenty of goals. Like it's a fair shout. Uh, I'm gonna go three two to us. Woo. Sam's just heard what I've said about goals and was like, you know what? That, that's a man I can trust. That's a man who <laughs> knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I was good. I was gonna go one nil till he said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk Arsenal then. Um, obviously, having a very good season again so far. I think they're just a uh, few. Few points behind Spurs at the minute. I think top of the oh. well, the second of the, in the table. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much of their games you've been watching recently, but the last game, um, Enketia had to step up because Jesus was injured, and then he got a hat trick. Although it was, uh, I think, it was Sheffield United on it. So, I fucking yeah, and he scored three, did he? No, no. <laughs> 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 But yeah, they're they're right up there again this season. Um, same points as City. More. Yeah, no. More, uh, they've only lost. Well, they haven't lost any. Sorry. So. Yeah, defensively as well. Like they they've kept. Um, they've only conceded eight um, as well. So again, another solid uh, season for them defensively. I would say, um, which Despite you know is. Roulette. Yeah. Mm. No, it's. Obviously, it's strange that they've they've done that, and but it's you know in some games I know it's not worked out, but others it's it's been um been been pretty decent. Um, but no, defensively wise, yeah, they're looking they're looking good, and that's that's where you know the Arsenal's of old have um have always failed late. Um, and yeah, I think they've got the a solid backline. Um. Which I like was of old, like the Invincibles who didn't lose for the full season. I'm I'm more talking about the last like maybe <laughs> five to ten years where they've just been in the wilderness a little bit. But um, yeah, no, they they that that's going to be a a concern for us. I would say, like in terms of trying to um, breach that defense of theirs. Um, I think that's that's what's been exciting for them that 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 they've got a consistently good um defence these days. And obviously yeah, they they still play nice, attractive football going forward. Um I think they've yeah, like you say, you've got Nketiah coming in, um, banging a hat trick, Saka's just scoring goals and assist, getting assists week in, week out, looking the real deal. Um so there's there's danger men in like lots of positions for Arsenal, but it all kind of builds from that back for me. So yeah. It's it's a it's a concerning looking fixture from from our point of view. Um, so yeah, not not really looking forward to it. Aye, they're looking good, aren't they? Like Rice obviously coming in. Like he's just he's just he's got everything, hasn't he? Like defending, going forward, like passing. Like he's a complete player. There's a reason why they've paid 105 million for him, and he's like alluded to that recently. Like that's what's like sort of helping motivate him. Like he knows there's a big price and he knows he's got to play and he's got to step up and be the man and like he's been playing class to be fair to him. I think as you're saying, I'm a bit nervous about this one because Dortmund causing problems down the wings, Wolves causing problems down the wings. Who have these got? Two of the best wingers in the league, potentially yeah. in the world, Martin Elliott and Saka. 
Like, fuck me. Like, they're going to cause trippy and burn problems. I'd imagine it would be them too. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not not looking forward to that. Obviously, there were, was it just them in Liverpool that beat were at our place last season? Yeah. And they were very sound for the win as well. Like, it was a comfortable win. But didn't really play it where, where we could. And I think it was one of those games where we're sort of giving a bit too much respect and we're sat off a little bit. And they've just picked picked off. And to get anything from this game, we need to get have this high energy, high press. Like we need to like basically go toe to toe with them because otherwise it'll be another stroll in the park. Did you see the Chelsea game, Chelsea Arsenal? Where the they first one one. Yeah. I think that really that, poor. It gives me a bit of hope there. But obviously they didn't really turn up, did they? So Mm-hmm. You're kind of just hoping on the fact that Arsenal don't really turn up, uh, which isn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you, like you mentioned with Rice, he obviously for West Ham last season he looked absolutely quality against our centre mid. Mm-hmm. Um, so that doesn't bode well either. But you'd like to think like we've still got a pretty decent um, defence this season. I know it's not statistically as good as it was last season, but we've been. Up until the Wolves game, would be I think we had four clean sheets in five. Um, and yeah, I mean going forward, I think the big the big thing in this game is going to be dependent on what he does for Manu because I think if we start our strongest side, then I think we've got we've got every chance um, as long as we play to our best. But mm-hmm. if we have to rotate in that game, then yeah, I think it could be a really tough tough one for us. Um, I don't know what what you think in terms of the team. Like, uh, he's kind of hamstrung a bit, and what he can do, isn't he? So that's the thing. Like, we've got to go full strength, as you said. Otherwise, we're we're not. I know, I know they've got a league cup game and they've got a Champions League game after, just like us. They've got a bigger squad. They they they're used to playing in Europe. Yeah, it might not be the Champions League for the past couple of years, but they're used to playing two games a week. And West still struggling with that, and. It's it's short against Wolves, and we need to be on the game. I'd, I'd be surprised if it didn't start with strongest lineup. Like or you burn, you probably name the lineup. You definitely name the sort of from keeper to to the strikers. Yeah. It's only the two wingers that start question. against Wolves. I think. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, I'd expect um, that. So yeah, expecting a tough tough game, but that's in Jim's Park. Like we've always got a chance. Get the crowd up. Like it's um, Saturday afternoon kickoff, five thirty. So hopefully people have a few pints down them and <laughs> get in. Oh, really? By people, I mean the, the fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not like Dazza yeah. having a few pints at half time, but like fucking it, lads. <laughs> Imagine Tyndall could have a couple of pints before. Like... Too right. He probably does. Yeah. <laughs> um, what What are you thinking about the atmosphere? Um, I know there's been a lot of talk about it recently. Do you think it should be there for Arsenal? And with the Dortmund game as well, do you think that was kind of blown out of proportion a little bit just because it seemed to me like like their fans with, with the drum and everything, it probably made us sound a bit quieter. But it was also a nervy game, so you're going to be a bit quieter. Um, so do you think that the stick was justified, like the amount of stick on social media and stuff that's the thing like when they've got the drum they've got a guy on the mic it's like regimented it's constant it's literally from the first minute to the last minute and before and after the game like it is doesn't matter if the game's a bit nervy the game's a bit flat if you're like if you're losing it is constant so it's just hard to compete with that when we've got our home fans probably a little bit complacent probably expecting us to play a bit better or maybe not getting enough credit to Dortmund because they were fucking quality, let's be honest. They were great on the ball despite it absolutely fucking lashing down. Um, we could barely get the touch. And I think from the corner, it started quite lively in terms of atmosphere. And then maybe 20, 25 minutes again, they were on top of the game. It's getting a little bit nervy. Like it sometimes does, to be fair, like when it gets to that long and we haven't taken the lead. Um but I do think it was blown out of proportion. Like people saying, oh, it's the tourists coming in. This is what happens with the ballot. 
Ugh, like nah. it's a lot of shite. You've got like thirty five thousand season ticket holders. Like if they can't make a noise on a home game at Dortmund, then like you you can't stop blaming anyone else. I don't care yeah. if every single one of those ballot tickets went to a tourist. It shouldn't matter with two and a half thousand or whatever Dortmund fans that they've got. Um, well, we, we know that's bollocks anyway. We know the the types of people who are like getting the tickets on the ballot, and they're definitely not tourists. They're as loyal as you get, Toon fans that will get involved and you know create an atmosphere. I think again, like we we talk about the PSG game and like they they brought a drum, they had like the regimented mm-hmm. chanting and stuff, and you know the context of the game obviously panned out the way it did, and the atmosphere was amazing. I think it's just like yeah, you can try and people are trying to compare like apples with pears, but for me, it's like you know, apples and apples. Like the they they had their fans doing exactly the same as PSG fans did. It's just the way the the manner of the game panned out. That yeah, maybe we were a little bit quieter and uh, in certain ways, but not nothing for us to like blow out proportion and kick up a fuss about. When Milan come, they'll bring they'll bring the same. They've got ultras. Like they'll bring them over. They'll be making equal amounts of noise probably have drums and flares and all kinds are we gonna then like you know you say the same thing about our home fans when that game comes around like probably not no so like i think it's just a, an easy cop-out excuse to make the fact that you know we lost that game and let's say we didn't like bring as much atmosphere and noise as we did against psg I think as well, though, because the Palace game wasn't apparently the best atmosphere ever and we actually won 4-0, there was already some questions about the atmosphere. And then, yeah, like, I don't know. I'm just really hoping, like, with the Arsenal game, people aren't comparing it to that Arsenal game of two seasons ago when it was, like, dubbed the best atmosphere in the last sort of 20 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's more than likely not going to be like that. Uh, it's going yeah. to be a very tough game and we're going to need the crowd um, but just while we're on with the, the Dortmund talk how are you feeling about the Champions League group now do you think we are still got a good chance of getting out of the group or have you really have, have you really had your conference kind of took out here with that that defeat uh, for me yeah I'm I'm starting to feel a little bit pessimistic about getting into the top two i think third place yeah i, I would like to think we we're, we're more than good enough for for getting that spot it's just these two away games um against psg and and dortmund before that um which i'm a little concerned about especially the way dortmund did play against us in that last game um they really got their tactics spot on um they've got some very good players um you know, we even like had, you know, some of the players coming off the bench and um yeah, Adiyemi like never got a proper chance to get right at us, but like I imagine, you know rapid. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he's so quick, like even in the like the conditions that like he had to come on against, he had a couple of moments where I was like, fucking hell, like if he had had himself like um yeah, a, a clear cut chance he was he was going to be away. So, like, I'm sort of nervous about um, the you know that the options that they're going to be able to um, put against us at their place. And then obviously we look at PSG's home form. Like they've got two wins now out of uh, those two home games that they've that they've played. So it's not going to be a, an easy trip to go there. And then it'll come down to the Milan home game, which I think a lot of people are are feeling pretty confident about. Um, but I think it could be out of our out of our hands by then um, to uh, to realistically make the top two, um, unless we sneak something in those away games, which I've, I'm just not confident of. Hey, yeah. what's going on? I, I, I don't know. It's, it's more. It's more just. I, I know we were. We were unfortunate. Right. I get it. Like we had our, had a couple of those chances, which obviously we'd love Wilson to have that one six yards out back again. And you know, on another day, that's in. And the ones that hit the crossbar were just uh, 
bang and lucky as well. Um, we came on at them in the last fifteen minutes, um, which you all right. You can take a bit of confidence from from that last fifteen, um, but otherwise we were outplayed um, against Dortmund. So that that's why I'm just a little nervous, and just the way that the the group is like so poised, like it is. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, I just well, we just got to hope for a magical night away from home for me, and where we we get. I mean, it'd be great if we could get the win away at Dortmund. Um, I, I, but I, I don't know. I'm, that's that's where I'm. I'd, where I'm at. I'd feel more confident if we had Isaac back, but he's he's not going to be is he? So no. Are you? What no, are you thinking? Do you reckon we've got any any chance of getting any points in the away games? Of course. First of all, the <laughs> performance against PSG, like you can't just ignore that. Like they're go- they p- played their strongest lineup, and we embarrassed them basically. The Dortmund game has had some of the worst individual performances I've seen from us this season. Yeah, like Trippier was very poor. Um, you had and people, some people said Gordon had a good game. He had a one on one the first half straight at the keeper. Yeah. A few chances, which like yes, he looked like the bright spark, but he yeah. also didn't take any of those chances. What a lot of players and he got dispossessed for their goal as well. Well, yeah, of course, yeah. When he had options as well on the break, um, had Joe Linton not playing well, Bruno not having a great game. Yet we still nearly came out of that game with something. We could well have came out of that game with something. So we just need to pick it up a little bit. Have we head screwed on a bit more? Eddie Howe will be watching that game back a thousand times before we play them next week. So there's nothing from that game that's making me think these are unbeatable. The atmosphere will be class. And to be fair, it could lift our players as well. Like going in to that like sort of siege mentality like atmosphere. Like yeah. like they'll I... see videos and that. They'll, they'll be looking at the phones and seeing the Toon fans in Dortmund like during the day. Like there's a lot of Wagan hour. Um uh, like I, I think we could go in like if we get a point in either of those games, it's a decent result. And then, as you're saying, it's if if we can have it all on us beating Milan last game, the atmosphere will be as good as PS3. We will be up for it, and the players will be up for it. So I'm not as despondent as Paige because yeah, I, I think we we can. I'm not I'm not ruling these games out as like ah oh, we're we're gonna struggle like we were fucked. It's just maybe as well the rule of um, the head to heads like that. Yes, that is that is a, a stinker because if we get a point away at Dortmund, great, but we're still obviously going to be behind them. And then, um, yeah, Dortmund then have um, to play PSG at home, and then uh, in the last round of games, and uh, in between that, they go um, away to Milan, don't they? Um, and I think, yeah, the way Milan are, I think, well, I don't know. I'm treating Milan like they're kind of being the whipping boys of the group, but like they're not completely out of it themselves. Like, so they may be able to do us a bit of a favor against Dortmund in that respect in match day five, but then, um, yeah, again, it puts the pressure on us to to avoid defeat against PSG. To try and put swing things back in our favour, um, I just that that is the only thing. Like, I would be less worried if the rules were still as they were back in the day of goal difference, but that head to head might just like kill us a little bit. Yeah, I feel like with Dortmund, we've probably got we still do have a, a, as much of a chance as we did at home. Like, I went into the home game feeling confident. I think. I think we should still have as much of a chance um, away from home, but I'll definitely take a draw. And then with PSG, I'm a bit worried that because we embarrassed them, they're gonna like come out to really try and like put things right. But mm-hmm. saying that, I still think if Eddie sets us up correctly, like which I'm sure obviously he's gonna, um, I still think we could get a point in that game as well. So yeah, I mean. It's gonna to be tough, like, but yeah, I, I think feel like we're still I'm the, I'm the Debbie Downer of the group right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. To be honest, after as soon as like the Dortmund game finished, I was I was kind of thinking the same as you. I was like, 
can we get that third spot now? Because it, it's it's gotten past us. But now, like taking the emotion out of it and just thinking a bit more level-headed, I think there's still there's still a good chance. I mean, obviously, as long as we're still in within the group, like there's still a chance. So um, yeah, we'll just have to see how they. I think after this Dortmund game, obviously, it'll be a lot more um, clearer what we can actually achieve. But I'm interested to know, like, would you prefer to get that third spot? Because a lot of people are saying they'd prefer us to go through with third anyway um, and drop into Europa League. But no, I'd, much rather, I'd much rather stay in the Champions League and get it, like at yeah. least one, just one more Hollywood fixture would be amazing, mm. wouldn't it? So. Let's be honest. Like again, we've said it countless times. When that draw was made, there was no expectations on us at all. We were as much as every other fan was wanting to put it to us, like, "Oh, you're gonna get smashed! Like, you're gonna get embarrassed!" This, that, and the other. We didn't care. We just wanted to like have a good time, use this as experience, and yeah, obviously we've had some fantastic moments. All right, we've had a little bit of a reality check in this Dortmund game. Um, at home, but we've got three more games, and um, yeah, we'll we'll go go into them and do what we can in them and see how it see how it pans out. But yeah, by all stretch, I, I'm not going to see it as like let's tank for third just because the Europa League is has got more of a uh, you know a, a slightly favourable chance of going far in that competition. They're still pretty really good teams in the Europa League as well that you know we could end up getting if if we if we do finish in third so like yeah let's go for second like why not we we'll even go for top still like if we'll oh I'm here he is now that's awful he's top that glass up <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no like I, I know I know like yeah I'm battling between my my head thinking <laughs> things aren't gonna pan out the way they are but like devil and angel on his shoulder <laughs> ah my heart's saying yeah like yeah like you love it um but yeah this... while, we're, while we're talking about it we might as well give a prediction for the Dortmund game because realistically we're not going to get on before it would have been a Tuesday fixture I'm so. on Monday afternoon yeah, yeah, there you go. We've got a man on the ground in there, so yeah. Um, one and a half, man, actually. One and a half. One and <laughs> a half. Go on then, I'll 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 fire away. Um, I'm gonna say uh, one one. That's not fucking. That's not depressing. Depressing Thomas over there. You were expecting, I was expecting you to say a two 0 Dortmund. No, I like, convinced them. I'll, I'll, I'll take the one more. I know, like, yeah, I've said all of what I've said, but um, yeah, I've got trust in Eddie. The like, you know, like you said, he'll have been watching that Dortmund game back loads. So hopefully, he finds a, a weakness in there, and we we do uh, we do get one past them. Well, yeah, I'm gonna say two one to the tune. Oh, oh, oh. their backyard. We're gonna get the win, and also that'll put we ahead of them on the head-to-head as well, since there's more goals scored. So, fucking little yeah. ice, icing on the old beer. I'm <laughs> gonna go for one nil. Clean sheet away at Dortmund. Yeah, <laughs> one of us. One of us. Um. Well, I mean, we were meant to be talking about Arsenal, so we should probably get back to that. <laughs> With, uh, Arteta, what are you making to, to him this season? He's obviously done all this stuff with the, the two keepers, which has had people questioning question him slightly, but obviously they're, they're still flying. The only one that I, I've seen them struggle with is that Chelsea game where his subs came on and made the difference, so... Are you, are you rating them as highly as everyone's it seems to be? Definitely. Like he's obviously he's learned from the best, hasn't he? And he's built it over like quite a few years now. He's got such a young squad as well. Like even even like the likes of Rice coming in, like I'm sure he's only like twenty five, even though he's been in the league for however long. Mm. Martinelli's been in the league for years, despite being injured for 
half of it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I rate him. He knows what he's doing. And tactically, he can, as you said with the Chelsea game, he can change it up if things aren't going his way. So, yeah. I'd... And he got he got one over on Pep this season as well for the first exactly time. Right. Yeah, they've so... picked, up, they picked up some statement wins um, already. They've beaten Man United, beaten City. Um, yeah, they've, you know, had some hiccups in the London derbies with Tottenham and, and Chelsea, but still managed to avoid losing in those games. Um, obviously, Champions League-wise, had a little wobble, didn't they? Um, but they've righted that a little bit with the, the win away at Sevilla. So, um, yeah, I think they've, they're looking in incredible like form across all comps. Um, obviously, they've got a trip away to West Ham beforehand in the, um, the Carabao. Um, not too sure how well they're going to take that competition. They've got plenty of players that they can uh, rotate as well. And they, they tend to, and, you know, the Arsene Bengers of old, like, just used it as, like, a put the put the kids out uh, sort of competition. I'm not sure if Arteta kind of follows that same um, sort of ethos with the Carabao, but I expect they'll rotate quite a bit and, and then have, you know, their usual 11 available for the, uh, for the league game at the weekend. Yeah, I've just had a quick look at the... Um, squad the fielded against Brentford in the last round away from home and they've got quite a few of the starters playing to be honest but a, a few rotation as well the likes of like Reese Nelson coming in uh, Jorginho um, and Kivio coming in but then the likes of Sago Jr never heard of the guy Ramsdale started that game as well so they've got plenty Gabriel, Jorginho, uh, Ben White so it's a, probably similar to what we're going to do we'll probably rotate about half the team and um, give more focus to the Premier League, I guess. All right, well, let's try and predict this one then. Um, I'll go first, and I'll go. I'm gonna go one-one, which I don't believe in at all. But I'm gonna say it anyway. Yeah, we don't predict defeats on this podcast, do we? Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna follow suit. I think I'm gonna go. Um, I thought you were gonna predict the defeat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna go um, two two. I'm gonna go Desmond in this one. Well, we reckon we'll no, put it's two past that defense. I think it's gonna be a tight game, and I don't want to predict a defeat, but I think we might be looking ahead to Dortmund a bit. And I'm gonna go one 0 Arsenal. Look how leggy oh, we were good. against Wolves with them. Yeah, new game, Arsenal, and then Dortmund, which we can't really afford to lose. It it's yeah. Oh. I know we don't like this here, but you're not, you're not yeah. you're not just you're not far wrong. I don't think all, but... all, all the different variables coming into it, whether it's like leggy losing a few players to injury, they're obviously in very good form. Um, I think it will be a tight game. I don't think there'll be more than a goal in it, but yeah, I'm not too optimistic for that one. I'm more optimistic about going to Dortmund, to be honest, and getting someone, which is strange. No. I mean, I hope you've um, enjoyed your your last episode on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, this is... Um... Not coming back from Dortmund. (laughs) (laughs) After the win. Oh, but yeah, so obviously you're you're jetting out on Monday, you said, so have a fantastic trip, get a lot of stuff for the socials for us at St. James's Pod. If you want to keep up to date with the lads over there, um, there's quite a, quite a lot is going in there. Oh, it's 11 0 and our little, little party. Oh, nice. And the flag, don't um, forget. That'll be making its oh, debut. Got a new flag, eh? Yeah. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, it's good. Um, Why, <laughs> yeah, so I guess yeah, we've got we've gone through three games there. Um tough, tough fixtures, but mm. I mean three different competitions at, at this point we're obviously still in. Might not be that come next week, but uh I think the Manu game should be alright. Well yeah. 
But yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back next week, and we'll be previewing Bournemouth. Born with a way. Um, and then we'll probably be looking ahead to that. Actually, we've got a free week that one, so we should be all right. Yeah, got hopefully the national break, break after that, which yeah, he's like yeah. back for after, yeah. yeah. And then you'd like to think we'd have Botman back and mm-hmm. some of the other lads coming back in. Murphy may, might even come back if this isn't too bad. So, yeah. Not bad, not bad. All right, so we'll be back for the Bournemouth preview then, and we'll catch you in the next one. I'll be the same, pet.